The following is a paid program. This program is not an offer to sell securities or insurance products, which may be discussed herein. Any product guarantees are based on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. Daniel Goodman here, your host for Keeping Things Simple, a financial talk show aimed to simplify the seemingly complicated and complex. Got a terrific show lined up for today. We're going to be talking about getting back to basics, something as a follow-up to last week's show and how you we can all benefit from the tremendous opportunities inherent in today's equity markets by just sticking to some simple basic rules. I promised, uh, didn't promise, but I mentioned last week that if time permitted, we would talk about private placements, Regulation D, and Stoli, stranger-owned, stranger-originated life insurance. I'm going to start by talking just a little bit about that in just a moment. First, though, our phone number here at the station is 866-584-3434. Again, that's 586-3434. My sound engineer and show producer, Sean Ruge, is standing ready to take any questions you might have regarding today's show. But if you prefer writing in, email is degfinancial at aol.com. Again, that's degfinancial at aol.com. If you missed a previous show and want to get caught up or check out other financial issues of interest, you can do so at DEG's newly redesigned website degfinancial.com where you'll find an audio copy of this show as well as previous shows but um, today is all about getting back to basics you know I've been talking for quite some time about equity indexed annuities it's my passion I uh, by nature well, let me just say that there is no one product that you can say that is the very best product. That's That doesn't make sense. Because you really, for things to be in harmony, one product can't do it. It doesn't matter how good indexed annuities are. There's just the, the issue, though, if you don't have one and you haven't been open to the idea of an annuity, especially an indexed annuity, that's why I'm here, because it's got a really bad press for so long, and now that things have turned this past decade, the press is right now very favorable, but, you know, you sometimes plant the seed in someone's mind that this isn't what it's supposed to be, and it's really hard to, to change one's outlook about things, and that's the whole purpose, really, about this show, is to to introduce to everyone something, uh, a shift, a paradigm shift, the way you look at things. So I'm going to be discussing over the, the beginning part of the show the what exactly an, an equity indexed annuity is. If you, if you go to the website, there's a download there of the National Association of Insurance Commissioners' Buyer's Guide to Fixed Deferred Annuities with an appendix to equity indexed annuities, and it's there you'll find the definition that goes like this. An equity indexed annuity is a fixed annuity, either immediate or deferred, that earns interest or provides benefits that are linked 
to an external equity reference or an equity index. The value of the index might be tied to a stock or other equity index. One of the most commonly used indices is Standard & Poor's 500 Composite Stock Price Index, the S&P 500, which, as an equity index, which is an equity index. The value of any index varies from day to day and is not predictable. When you buy an equity indexed annuity, you own an insurance contract. You are not buying shares of any stock or index. While immediate equity indexed annuities may be available, the appendix here is, it focuses, it goes on and focuses on the different types of equity indexed annuities. So before we go into the different types of equity indexed annuities, their different valuation methods, I need just to backtrack for a moment and talk about what an annuity is, because for some of you listening, you might not, uh, this might not be so obvious as it is to me. In its pristine form, an annuity is the only vehicle that can provide for you a lifetime income that you could never exhaust the principal. I say in its pristine form because not everyone chooses to annuitize, to activate their annuity. So in another way, it's a tax-deferred savings contract between you and the insurance company, which can be used for purposes of cash value accumulation. Looking at the definition here, tells you what it's not, but it says an annuity is a contract in which an insurance company makes a series of income payments at regular intervals in return for a premium or premiums you have paid. So here they're using the definition as though it was activated, but you don't necessarily have to take an income stream. Many of the annuities that are out there have, they're known as walk away. You can take your money in one lump sum. Annuities are most often bought for future retirement income. Only an annuity, here is it, only an annuity can pay an income that can be guaranteed to last as long as you live. That's, that's a pretty nice thing, especially as we're living longer to know that you're always going to have that option. There's no other investment vehicle that can offer that to you folks. An annuity is neither a life insurance nor a health insurance policy. It's not a savings account or a savings certificate. You shouldn't buy an annuity to reach short-term financial goals. So when we look at annuities, we have on the one side of the spectrum the fixed annuities, and on which are guaranteed. There's a declared interest rate. They're backed by the claims-paying ability of the insurance company. And again, I went over this last time in the last show. No one's really ever lost any money on an index on a, on, an, on a fixed annuity. On the other side of the spectrum are variable annuities, which are securities. They do involve risk. You can lose. You can have less money. They're subject. They're kind of like mutual funds. They're called separate accounts. Need to be a Series 663. You have to be licensed, securities licensed for that. That's a whole different deal. In between that, we have the equity indexed annuities. Under current law, they are not defined as a security. There's a rule out there, 151A. They want to change that. The SEC wants to take control here and uh, define index. So there's a lot of lobbying against that. But right now, as it stands, it is not a security. 
and it falls under the category of fixed deferred annuities. Take a short break. When we come back, we're going to look at the different valuation methods for equity indexed annuities. Dependability and experience guaranteed. That's DEG Financial. Daniel E. Goodman, an investment advisor representative for DEG Advisory, a registered investment advisor, has been a leading force in the creation and protection of capital for business owners, professionals, and highly paid executives in Southern California for the past 21 years. Specializing in indexed annuities, the mission at DEG is to continuously provide that extra difference in helping you as a client. Call 818-907-0673. That's 818-907-0673. You got it. That's DEG. Dependability and experience guaranteed. We're back. Daniel Goodman here on KSPA 1510 AM. My sound engineer and show producer, Sean Ruge, is here with me. Ready to take any questions you might have about today's show. Our number here at the station, 866-584-3434. If you missed a, uh, parts of this show or previous show want to get caught up or check out other financial issues of uh, interest, you can go to DEG's newly redesigned website. That's degfinancial.com. Or you can write to me, DEG. Email is degfinancial at aol.com. And what we're doing here today is a continuation of what really is the, the, the essence of getting things right. So I'm talking a lot about product here, equity indexed annuities, over and over, repeating myself, trying not to bore you. The reason why I'm doing this is because it still hasn't taken hold across America. We These indexed annuities came on the scene about 1995. I was well into the business. I was a little bruised to my ego. Here I am, security licensed the time very much involved in variable annuities and yeah, you don't need a securities license to be selling indexed annuities <laughs> well that's a that's a little bit of a blow and i was a skeptic for the longest time i have to tell you folks i researched this thing it was brand new sometimes we got to get with it and this folks is your time to get with it in a big way you're going to do yourselves a favor by not just listening to this show today, but really absorbing, internalizing everything I'm going over, this net sum zero effect of never losing money. It's radical. It's revolutionary. It hasn't been around for, for a long time, but that does not negate what it can do for your portfolio. It is not the end all. No product is the end all. But this can most definitely be an anchor to your retirement cash value accumulation portfolio. You know, I want to uh, go over some of the methodologies, the high watermark, annual reset, point-to-point averaging. You can read about this in the Buyer's Guide to Fixed Deferred Annuities with Appendix for uh, Index Annuities. 
And the math is important. But here's here's the, here's the really good news. You know, anyone can go out there and buy an airplane. But can you fly it? You don't need you you don't need to be flying this thing. There are advisors like myself. I'm not the only player in town that knows about these things. I'm trying to segue into the different methodologies because a lot has to do with how the indices are going to play out. And since we don't really know, I'll give you an example. This is probably the best way to understand the different methodologies. I've quoted on this show here before giving you actual results of daily averaging. What is daily averaging? They're going to take the, they're going to take the close of each index that's, that's out there, and they're going to add them up, divide it, multiply it in this situation the participation rate is 100 percent in the products that i sell i always try to have products that have 100 percent participation rate for the life of the contract the less moving parts the better and so what this really means is if if it's employing annual reset on a year-to-year basis it's capturing your gain what that means is if you started at a certain level let's just for simplicity say the dow was at ten thousand and most of the year there was a rally in the markets but come the end of the year the dow was down to 9500 or 9000 guess what you would still make money with the averaging why because most of the year it was up so the math is real simple it's average it out it really doesn't matter what the close was on your anniversary Let's take a flip side of that. Let's take point to point. You know, with a point to point, and I've seen this play out, folks. I live this, breathe this 24-7. The market could be down for most of the year. But come your anniversary, let's say you started again, 10,000. And the markets were terrible most of the year. You actually had, on an average basis, a negative but guess what? Came around your anniversary, markets are up, and the Dow closes 11,000. It don't matter where the markets were. That's point-to-point, point, folks. Simple enough. So here's the thing. How do we know? We don't know. That's why you need a contract that employs concurrent methodologies that has annual point-to-point, that has averaging and this is a way you're going to get ahead. So I'm looking at here some results just to give you an idea because although this is going down as the worst decade in history, 2000-2010, clients of DEG have been making money in those few years in between. We got uh, 2006, summer 2006 to summer 2007. Prior to that, we have the period, the 2003 to 2004. Looking here for my... Looking here for my anniversary. We had the, the period from March of 2003 to 2004. Let's look at that in between. I have here, looking at a... Uh, 
client anniversary statement for that period. The Russell 2000 average gained that, that period 41.7947%. The net gain, 37.144%. How do you like to have that 34% captured and never go away? in this 10-year period. And then guess what? You get a year like the summer of 2006 to 2007. I'm looking at some other contracts that employ monthly sum averaging. Well, it's really monthly sum cap. So they, what they do is they take the, the closing each and every month. They put a cap on it. In this particular uh, contract I'm looking at, it was 3.3%. Here we're looking at returns on the NASDAQ 100. The net gain was 22.68%. And for the S&P 500, the same contract, 19.07. How'd you like to have a 20% capturing of a gain one year, another 30% another year, that's 50, and the whole 10 years was down? It don't matter. You still made... 50%, divide that by 10, that's a 5% return when everyone else is losing. But it gets even better than that, folks. You know why? Because they got bonuses. And if it happens to be on a non-qualified basis, that means you got the tax deferral. Uh, folks, a 5% tax deferred uh, uh, return, if you're at a 38% uh, taxable rate, that's equivalent. Look at my chart here. Tell you that that's equivalent to an eight point zero six percent return. If you happen to be in a thirty five percent bracket, that's seven point three one. Thirty one percent, that's six point five two. Let's not forget the power of tax deferral. So um, this is this is just absolutely incredible. You owe it to yourself to check this out, because. We've gone over this, and perhaps it's uh, worth going over one more time. The numbers, what it takes to get back to being even. When the markets are down 10%, an 11% bounce will get you back to where you were before it went down 10, 10%. When the markets are down 25%, it's going to take a 33% bounce to get you back where you were. When the markets are down 50%, that's a perfect 100% bounce to get you back where you were before you lost the 50%. So in a situation where, let's say, the markets are down 65%, it's going to take a 186% bounce to get you back. Now, no one's got a crystal ball what's going to happen in these markets. So why wouldn't you want to have an investment? I'm going to call it an investment vehicle, even though investment connotates risk, and there's no risk here, folks. Why wouldn't you want to have something that allows you to participate in the gains but has got no downside? I'm going to take a quick break and come back and uh, continue this conversation.
dependability and experience guaranteed. That's DEG Financial. Daniel E. Goodman, an investment advisor representative for DEG Advisory, a registered investment advisor, has been a leading force in the creation and protection of capital for business owners, professionals, and highly paid executives in Southern California for the past 21 years. Specializing in indexed annuities, the mission at DEG is to continuously provide that extra difference in helping you as a client. Call 818-907-0673. That's 818-907-0673. You got it. That's DEG. Dependability and experience guaranteed. Back, Daniel Goodman here on Case Bar fifteen ten AM. In case you've just tuned in, we're talking, you're listening to Keeping Things Simple with DEG. And we're really getting down to the the real core element of how it works in your favor, just not to lose money. And to think of things differently as we move forward in the years ahead. I've gone over many times the different phases of the stock market since the Great Depression of 1929. I really need to review it one more time really quickly and look at it just a little bit differently the way bear markets have played out in the past. So we had the first phase one from 1929 to 1949, a 20-year period in the markets, looking at, for purposes of our conversation, the S&P 500. This was an up-and-down market, folks. There are only three, three ways to look at this. Either the market's a bull market, it's rising, either it's bear going down, or it's up and down. And we need to figure out where we are right now in the constellation of, of things past. So that was phase one. Phase two, 1949 to 1966, that was a bull market, folks. There was one or two years in between, 1957, period 1960 to about 1963. It was correcting a little bit. But this bull market, there's a bull market we've never seen before, really ended in 1966. So we got like a 17-year period there. And then... Once again, we had an up-and-down market from 1966 till 1982. If you you ever have an opportunity to do some research online and look at the graphs here, it's really, this was a classic up-and-down market. And then from 1982 all the way to year 2000, we had the mother of all bull markets. The rest from there is pretty much history. Those listening, I'm assuming that you're in the... 30-year age range and above, you know what's happened. This has been the worst decade in the markets ever on record. Worse than the decade that followed the Great uh, Depression, the 1930 to 1940 period. So, But let's look for one moment before we, we lock into the equity index annuities and what they can do for you. And folks, this is not my idea of things. If you look, you'll find Buffett over and over telling you the first rule of investing is making sure that you never lose. So we look at 19, from September 29 to June 1932. Wow. 
the markets, the S&P 500 returned 86.7% negative. Just before the break, I was reviewing those numbers of what it meant. Looking if I have the exact number correlation. For 86%. That, that means, at eight, it, that's off the chart, folks. I don't even have that on my chart. If the markets drop 80%, you need a 400% bounce to get you back to where it was before it dropped 80%. We're talking back then. That really was, you know, incredible times. Nothing compared to what we're, we've experienced, what we think of experienced the, 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 the mother of all things. Look how devastating it was. July thirty from from July nineteen thirty three to March uh, uh, of thirty five. The market markets were down thirty three point nine percent, and then not too many years later, March th- from March nineteen thirty seven to March nineteen thirty eight, you, you got a, another fifty four point five percent negative bear market. These were this was a really tough time. November 1938 to April uh, of 1942, markets down, bear market 45.8%. May 1946 to March 1948, down 28.1%. From August 56 to October 57, another bear market down 21.6%. From December 61 to June 1962, bear market down 28%. February 66 to October 66, that's a relatively short one, 22.2% bear market. November 68 to May 1970, 36.1% correction. January 73 to October 1974, 48.2% negative. November 80. To August 1982, down 27.1%. From August 87 to December 1987, down 33.5%. We've all been spoiled rotten, folks. It's true. For the most part, the markets go up. But here I am revisiting these numbers because we want to learn from this past experience. History is here to teach us something. From July 1990 to October 1990, it's a bear market, 21.9% negative. Then we have the the dot-com bust, January to October 2002, down 47%. I don't even want to go to the, to the, the 2008 one. So think about this. How do you feel about having the core, your nest egg, as the saying goes, protected where you can never lose and only participate in the market gains? Because this is where we're at, folks. We are now coming to the end of one of the longest bear markets ever. And this is the time to get aboard. But guess what? If history is any indication, what's following is not going to be another mother of all bull markets. We're in for a rocky up and down road. You need something out there that's going to capture the gains as they happen and make sure that you don't lose when the markets go down. 
So I'm really bullish about the future. And you owe it to yourselves to investigate what an index annuity can do for you. Visit our website, dgfinancial.com. You can write to me, dgfinancial at aol.com. DEG, that's dependability, experience guaranteed. Been doing this for over 21 years. Everyone's situation is unique and different, so there's no cookie-cutter approach to this. But just to dismiss an indexed annuity because of everything, that's really foolish. What happens is most of the time we've seen, we've seen people have a radical change of heart after they start really experiencing what this beautiful device can offer you. We're out of time for today. Tune in next week. And remember, though money will never buy you happiness and good health, if you happen to be having a miserable day, and I pray that you aren't, having true financial independence independence is not going to hurt you. So until next week, I bid you all excellent returns, now and always. Here comes the sun